0: Thank you for joining us on the CFF podcast. Today, Pastor Pablo Martinez will be inspiring you with a message from the Word of God. We hope you enjoy and welcome home.
1: Why are you so fearful? All right. Why don't we give Jesus a round of applause? All right. Go ahead and have a seat, real quick. Uh, Welcome home. If you're here for the first time, we hope that the screams don't deter you. (laughs) Uh, But I actually believe that um, if you're here today is because you do want God. Uh, Because sometimes we go to church because somebody brings us as we're trying to please somebody or trying to shut somebody up. Uh, but I do believe that there are people that go to church because they really want God and they want more of him and they want to they wanna know him well, you know. And, uh, and so today is a very uh, special day. I want to share with you something that I believe um, is the turning of the page for this ministry, uh, but more importantly for your life. And so if you allow God to do it, it will change everything. Today can be that day where everything changes. Amen. So what I'm going to do um, is I'm going to present to you the Rema for today. Uh, the, the verses that will be guiding us uh, through the next 40 days in this ministry. Uh, I do believe that uh, what we're going to share with you today is a very important uh, part of the journey uh, of, of CFF But I mean this 100% and that is that there are people that are part of the multitude and there are people that are the disciples. And I want everyone to uh, be able to go to the next level and to grow and to really grow closer to God. Be passionate about God. And that is the heart of this church, of this ministry. Uh, But it cannot happen unless you're willing uh, to go and grow closer to God and be intentional about your relationship with him. And about what it means to be close to God. Cool, so here's what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you guys to uh, read a part of the Bible with me, you guys just saw the video of it, but we're going to read it in the scripture, and then we're going to close our eyes, and then we're going to let God do the rest after you open your eyes, is that cool? All right, cool, so Matthew, I know Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 4, verse 35, Mark four thirty-five. and if you got it, say amen, or got it, or hurrah, or hoo ya? depends where you serve. <laughs> All right, anybody, anybody got it, No? Okay, cool, cool. You don't have it yet? Who doesn't have it yet? All right, there you go. I'll well, take, take your time, take your time. You good? All right, cool, cool. So it's Mark chapter 4, verse 35. Mark chapter 4, verse 35. Mark chapter 4, 35 is right after Mark chapter 4, 34. Uh, so if you can't find it, that's going to help you. Uh, all right, here we go. On that day when evening came, he said to them, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took him along with them in a boat, just as he was, and, and, and other boats were with him. And there arose a fierce gale of wind, meaning a storm. And the waves were breaking over the boat, so much so that the boat was already filling up. Jesus himself was in the stern doing what? sleeping on the cushion, and they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown, if we die? And he got up and rebuked the wind. And said to the sea, hush, be still. And the wind died down and it became perfectly calm. And he said to them, why are you afraid? Do you, not still, have no, do you still have no faith? They became very afraid now, right? Very much afraid and said to one another, good Lord. Who then is this that even the winds and the waves obey him? Close your eyes. Dear God, thank you so much for your word. But above all, Lord, thank you for your spirit that is here to help us and guide us. I just ask you, God, that you would change our lives. That anyone that came here today that will not be disappointed, that your your life, your word, and your spirit, God, would just be infused into this amazing, amazing people that are searching after you. God, thank you because I know that you're more than a religion. You're bigger than a church. God, you're the Lord of all. And I pray right now, Lord, that you reveal yourself to us, that we could become more like you. Jesus, we need you more than ever in our lives today. Help this church, God, go to the other side. In your name we pray. Amen. Have you ever been somewhere... For a long time, or you, maybe you're at work, or at school, or, you know, or maybe you're at home, and you all of a sudden get that feeling where you just want to go somewhere. You know, like, where do you want to go? I don't know, I just want to go somewhere. You ever been there? Or you've been, you know, for a long time, you know, maybe you're, you're uh, uh, you, you haven't taken a vacation in forever. You know, we Eoni and I were planning our, our vacation in a couple of weeks, and we we're saving for it. And Eoni's just like, let's just go somewhere. I'm saying, yeah, but where? somewhere anybody know what I'm talking about okay good 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 and that that need of going somewhere I think it's a very beautiful very important need it's a it's it's something in your heart that says there's more I want to see more I want to do more I can't just stay here did you know that staying in the same place could be a, one of the most horrible experiences of your life to remain in the same side it is actually if I can say it destructive to your character, destructive to your dreams, destructive to your vision. To stay on the same side, I would tell you, is, is, is simply uh, something that begins to eat away at the very fiber that God made you to be. He made you to be a winner, a conqueror, something that, someone that goes from glory to glory and victory to victory according to the word of God. But when you stay in the same side, when you stay put, it's a big problem. The Bible says that these these people, there was a bunch of people with Jesus. They had seen miracles, amazing things. And Jesus all of a sudden commands them, hey, let's go over to the other side. Now, he doesn't suggest that he commands them to go to the other side. Many times he would suggest things or he would say, let's do this. This time he commands them to go to the other side. But I understand this. Please listen to this. There's a lot of people that think that the other side is a physical place. And the other side is not a physical place. The other side, for example, there's another side to your family. There's another side to your career. There's another side to your spiritual walk. There's another side to your prayer life. There's another side to your your reading of the word of God. There's another side to the way that you relate to God and people. There's another side to the way you do ministry. There's another side to the way you live, but the other side is not another country. It's not another church. It's not another family. A lot of people get so desperate about their situation, they try to find a way out. But they don't realize that the way out is not physically leaving or physically going. Now, don't get me wrong. There are specific moments where you do need to get away. You do need to get out of a horrible situation. I get it. But can I tell you this? I meet with countless people. Many times husbands and wives. Listen to this for just a second. Husbands and wives. Where the man feels like the other side is another woman. Or the woman thinks that the other side is another man. Or uh, an employee that thinks that the other side is another company. And maybe uh, sometimes it is, but most of the time the other side is in their heart. There's another side to be in here. There's a relationship that you're in. And maybe that you don't need another relationship. You just need another side. Am I making sense? Maybe you don't need another sermon. Maybe you need another side. You know what I mean? Because two people could be hearing the same thing and one's already in the other side. And you're still stuck on the same side thinking about going to the other side. Am I making sense with what I'm saying? Because sometimes God will tell you this, let's go to the other side. And when he says let's go to the other side, it's because he wants to go with you. He doesn't send somebody to the other side. Hey, you, go to the other side. No, he says, let's go to the other side. If you ever want to grow closer to God, you cannot do it by staying put. Let me repeat that. Divorce happens Most often, not because of unfaithfulness, or not because of lack of finances, or because of the the mother-in-law. It happens usually because of monotony. Monotony is when you do the same thing over and over, and their passion is lost, the friendship is gone, the spark is gone, there's nothing else there. It's just like, what are we even doing here? And so you start thinking there must be another side. And that other side is an external side for you. But in reality, maybe it's another side to this. To get content with what you have is a problem. Now, don't get me wrong. You ought to enjoy what God's given to you. But even a blessing can become a curse. When you stay put and you think that's all there is. When the Lord, yes, there's history. Yes, God has been in places. God has done many amazing things. But what God has done, please listen. What God has done in the past... Doesn't mean that that's where God is. That's where God was. But God is going somewhere. He is doing something. He's taking you through something in order to get to the other side. But most of the time, if I could be honest, we stay on the same side because it's what we know. Because we have some level of control. Because at least this jacked up situation is one that I sort of figured it out. It's my controlled chaos. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Or hey, you know what? I know I'm not doing as good as I could be, but... I don't know if I want to go through all the stuff to get to the other side. Because you know what? The truth is that to get to the other side, there may be storms. There actually will be storms. To get to the other side, there must be work to be done. Everybody loves working out. Nah. Everybody loves the results of working out. Right? We just don't like to put in the work. Everybody loves what happens when you do good dieting, but we don't like to diet. I was talking to somebody yesterday about the, the keto diet. And it just sounded to me like a piece of hell. Because I'm like, no sugars, no carbs. That goes all the bread, all the cookies, all the pies, all the, all the drinks that I like. I'm like, yeah, you could stuff your face with fat. But at the end of the day, you still want, want to wash it down with some soda. You know, now, I'm, not, I'm not advertising here or, or saying don't do the diet. It's amazing. But the truth is that we all want the other side results. But are we willing to go through the storm? Are we willing to say, hey, I get it. There's another side. I think sometimes you don't go through the storm because you don't believe that what's on the other side is better than what you have on this side. Let me put it like this. If you knew that what's on the other side way far outweighs what's on this side, then you would believe enough to say it's worth it. All you need to make it to the other side is the understanding that what God says is on the other side is better than what is on this side. Listen, I would ten times rather have a storm with my lover than alone on the same side. I've gone through rough times financially with my wife. When she was seven months pregnant, they cut our gas because we invested everything we had into this place. Our last savings, you're sitting on them literally. Those chairs were the last piece of money we had. They ended up cutting our gas bill. You have some witnesses. Mikey knows what we're talking. We've gone through places, we've gone through rough stuff in this place. Can I tell you that was a storm that we went through. And can I tell you one more thing? I would not choose another way. I would not travel down a different road. I would take the same boat, and I would go through the same storm, because it is in that storm that God showed His kindness, He showed His goodness, He showed His faithfulness. He was asleep. But just because he, he was asleep, doesn't know that it doesn't mean that he wasn't powerful, it doesn't mean that he, wasn't, he, didn't, he didn't have things under control. I think God sometimes seems asleep, not because He doesn't care, but because it's so under control. What does to do? Does that make sense? He's already done it. He's already had the, prod, the, the, the end result. And so you're freaking out in the middle of your storm, in the middle of what's happening, and God's like, "Relax. It's going to be all right. Am I making sense? It's, it's one day one guy came to me, you know, and he was so worried about, about this one specific money. Listen, money that somebody owed him. And God had already provided for him. It was easy for me to say, hey, you know what, it's going to be okay because somehow, some way, I've seen God provide for me. When you understand that God has provided for you, then you can trust for the provision of somebody else. Gabriel, Gabriel estás aquí. Gabriel. Is it Gabriel? Se llama? Can you, the guy behind you, Nathan, do me a favor. Call, the guy behind you, yeah, tap him on the shoulder. Excuse <laughs> me. He was being translated. Come on. Te quiero dar un ejemplo. I want to give you an example of this. About a year ago, and this really just, he just told me, um, um, Chris, can you get some translation real quick? Come on. So translate for me for a second. pásale, pásale. It's easier for me to tell somebody there is another side. Es fácil decir para mí hay otro lado. There's a storm in your life? Puede que hay una tormenta en tu vida. But if Christ is with you in the storm. Pero si Dios está contigo en la tormenta. There is another side. Hay otro lado. Um, this is really honestly spur of the moment. del <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it really just uh, I was on the hallway about to come in. Estaba en el pasillo punto entrar. And I saw a man that I saw a year ago around. And he started sharing something with me. empezó a compartir conmigo. And I want him to in 3 minutes share with me what he shared. He shared with you what he shared with me. comparta con conmigo. Go ahead and I'll translate for you. Good morning, God bless you. Sorry that I don't speak English. I came here about a year ago with a lot of tribulations.
0: If that
1: day I didn't walk into this place, I think I would have taken my own life.
0: No por alcohol. Gracias a Dios, nunca he hecho drogas ni alcohol.
1: Not because of drugs no. or alcohol. Thanks God. Thank God I've never struggled with drugs or alcohol. I never done them. Pero
0: tenía una
1: but I was about to be deported.
0: Estaba viviendo en la calle con mis hijas.
1: I was living in the streets with my daughters.
0: Mi nieta y mi esposa.
1: My granddaughter and my wife. Uh,
0: me habían una diabetes. They
1: had detected diabetes. cáncer. And also cancer yo
0: entré pensando que era como la iglesia tradicional que sientas y le pides a Dios.
1: And I came in like I thought it was like a traditional church where you come in, you sit down and you just ask God for things.
0: era joven.
1: But when I came in there was a bunch of young
0: people. Y yo ya tengo 52 años. I'm
1: 52 years old. Es so, niño. <laughs> no, yo, yo <laughs> creo que soy el más viejo de todos. Bueno, I'm, I'm older, I feel older, yeah, yeah, I'm older. Y me recibieron y me saludaron. And you welcomed me and you said hello to me. Y luego me
0: presentaron con usted.
1: And they introduced me to you. Y yo recuerdo
0: que cargaba un niño en brazos. Remember
1: you were carrying a baby in your arms. Y y me dijo,
0: ah, ahorita platicamos y. Me dio un tiempo.
1: and he said uh, we'll talk right now and he gave me some
0: time
1: but he first said he wanted to pray for me
0: y luego platicamos en su oficina.
1: and then we spoke in his office
0: and
1: he asked me have you eaten and I didn't answer anything
0: y me, y me dio para comer.
1: and he gave me money to
0: eat y me dijo que buscara de Dios and he que told me to look for God Dios podía cambiar que cuando yo quisiera yo podía estar aquí.
1: That whenever you want to, you can be here. This is your house, and Pero you can change. En ese
0: tiempo vivíamos de hotel en hotel con in, mis
1: hijas. In that time we were living from hotel to hotel with my daughters.
0: Que tengo una de 23 años.
1: one was years Una de
0: 19, one 19 una de 13, one is 13, y una nieta de cinco.
1: And a granddaughter of five.
0: Y Yo me fui y pensé que dios podía hacer un cambio en
1: mi vida.: And I left this place thinking that God can change my life. porque yo ese día yo dije,
0: yo ya no más. Yo, mi esposa ya está cansada de vivir en la calle.
1: Because that day I said, I can't take it anymore. My wife is tired of living in the streets.
0: and me enojé con Dios y le dije, "Si quieres que te busque, dame una luz." Porque said, yo ya estoy cansado, ya estoy." Y empecé a cuestionar a Dios y decirle,
1: ¿por qué? That day I got, I got tired, I got frustrated, and I, I, I was tired. I said, Lord, if you want me to look for you, give me a sign of light. I, I was so frustrated, I was angry at God. I said, ¿por
0: qué? I said is it not enough that I, they're
1: trying to deport me is it not enough that I have a sickness that I'm going to die and to see my daughters like this y
0: lo que hice,
1: and what I did
0: una iglesia.
1: is I sought a church
0: porque la primera obra que hizo el señor después de irme aquí como en menos de ocho
1: días did, nos, dio, place, days, nos dio un hogar a home okay. y <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> por medio de La muchacha aquí por el hotel seis que está por las la, la paramon la ladies here that lives near the eh,
1: hotel, San, yeah, that works eh, in hotel San, motel six?
0: En la San Gabriel el freeway 60, ahí, ahí nos quedábamos porque ahí nos mm-hmm. nos conocían y nos dejaban entrar hasta con un perrito que teníamos. So well,
1: they were letting us live in the, even there with a the little dog that we had. <laughs>
0: porque mi esposa decía, si, si vamos a vivir en la calle pues el perro también.
1: She said, "If we're gonna live on the street, y, then our dog is coming with us." She said. Y Dios les dio un hogar.
0: La muchacha nos dijo allá. Dijo ah. mi esposa, ¿a "¿Qué vamos? Si aquí no te dan nada si no tienes dinero." Le dije, "Pero a lo mejor Dios no lo da. Vamos."
1: Uh, and then, sorry, I didn't understand that. Y word.
0: me dijo, "Vamos." Le dije, "Pero yo voy a hablar." Y yo hablé. Mm. Y nos dijo, tus hijas y lo que tengas y vamos a ver cuánto tienes a wow. fin de mes."
1: It was a place to rent. And, and somebody told me, like, don't even go there. They're not going to give it to you because you don't have money to go and rent that place. And when I called, the lady said, come over here anyway, whatever you have. I'm going to take it and I'm going to rent out this place to you. So they rented out the place to us just like that.
0: Porque nosotros pagábamos más de dos mil dólares We used to
1: pay over two thousand, huh?
0: En puro hotel y salíamos diario just hotels. a buscar and when we couldn't
1: find any more hotels and we just sleep in the car, my car.
0: Ni pa comer.
1: and we couldn't even have enough money to eat Pero hoy, but today
0: I came to
1: thank God and I came to look for porque you because Dios me acaba de dar dos regalos grandes. God gave me two
0: huge Uno, gifts one hace casi mes y medio, dos meses
1: por ahí, about a month and a half ago or two months Que he superado mi they told me that I have no more cancer.
0: We're going to do the
1: second analysis just to make sure everything is in order.
0: Tengo un Dios
1: but I have a God today
0: I declare
1: de that I am healed. By his
0: hands. And
1: no matter what tests come, estar bien. I'm gonna be all right.
0: And he's giving
1: me another great gift.
0: Today I tell my wife,
1: take me to that Montebello church by Whittier. Because I don't have a car. Because my
0: truck, the
1: transmission broke down.
0: Y dice no me siento bien porque andan días de mujer.
1: She said, I don't feel good because she's on that day the women,
0: you know the women thing. Y dije no le muevo porque ahorita está peor que la esposa de Job. I said
1: how do I move? Because right now she's worse than the Job, Job's wife, you know she's all crazy.
0: Y ya me senté y algo vio y se salió y me dijo ten, me trajo las llaves del carro del vecino. And then she came, she brought
1: me the key, the car keys for the neighbor's car. Vete
0: con cuidado. And she said just drive carefully and he said well give me ten bucks to, to put some gas me dijo, no, tengo, no he, he said no I don't
1: have any I haven't done laundry I, I said I'm not even going to say anything anymore because right now I'm depending a lot on my wife
0: I said
1: that my five year old daughter y granddaughter came and said Abuelo,
0: grandpa hoy no voy contigo, I'm not going to go with you today okay because
1: my dad's going to come and he's going to take me with him. Que que but I have money so that you can go to, to, to the church today. Just don't spend
0: everything, okay? <laughs> And he said, No, you're going to go dice, with your dad. And my wife dólares.
1: said, Just grab me, it must be like three big big te bucks. Van a servir. They're going to help you out at least.
0: Los agarré, los conté. And when
1: I counted them,
0: Exacto, it's exactly $10, ten bucks that I needed to, to do this. <laughs> <Y me vine laughs> and I came porque quiero decirles que because que I want to tell you yo cuando vine aquí, tenía mi deportación, when tenía, I hoy llevo cuatro años luchando when por quedarme en este país
1: pero cuando we llegué port.
0: aquí yo no tenía nada me, I had me dieron una
1: licencia they gave me my license, un seguro social, they gave me, my social security already, me
0: dieron un medical para
1: me medical pa mis, pa mis tratamientos que
0: eso Dios nomás lo hace con and sus hijos God
1: can do that for his kids, so. y
0: me dieron Un permiso de trabajo para estar and en este país. Me
1: work permit so that I could be legally here as well in this Pero,
0: country. pero hace. Hace tres semanas fui a mi última.
1: 3 weeks ago I went to my last y one. Me dijeron
0: que me iban a deportar porque no querían la ley de los 10 años.
1: They told me that they were going to deport me because they did que something about the law of 10 years.
0: Era que mi hija mayor que ya es mayor de 21.
1: But my daughter she's about 21. Tuviera en el ejército. That she would need to be in the o army. Una con la reserva. On the reserves
0: because you don't have to just
1: be a citizen but you have to be serving but I told my wife I have a
0: God and one day
1: Jacob fought for a blessing and I'm going to fight for that blessing too and I want to tell you that I went again they stopped my deportation order
0: and today they're going to
1: give me my residence
0: and I'll
1: be able to go see my parents that are really old already it's been 29 years that I don't see my parents and uh, I left them when I was young like you
0: and God's
1: going to give me that time so I can go back and hug them
0: because they couldn't get a visa to
1: come here and lastly
0: Primero, quiero darle gracias a Dios
1: I to God por
0: todas sus misericordias, his sus bendiciones, and his por todo el amor, for all the love, segundo a usted, to you, porque un día cuando yo necesité
1: un apoyo support, donde yo no conocía de Dios, God, usted me presentó un Dios vivo, you to me a God,
0: usted me presentó un Dios que Si yo no a ese Dios, yo you, introduced creo que yo no you
1: introduced me to a living God that no I wouldn't tendía, have known if I, I wouldn't be here today standing no here. Por qué. I, I renegated so much against
0: God, que I didn't understand why. Yo sanara, un
1: but you prayed so that I, God could take me down a different way and that He could heal me. Por eso, jóvenes, so young people no dejen de venir a la iglesia. don't stop coming to church Dios, God si tú tienes un problema de drogas look, if you con have a tus problem padres, with con
0: your parents sea, or a
1: sickness it doesn't matter what
0: it is God will answer to you él, no but tuyo. in his time not in your time Yo I was getting
1: so worried about hasta, so many things even for money no tengo. now I don't have any pero
0: estoy contento porque so happy. me dijeron que ya no más pueda caminar y hacer bien porque ahorita pues después de las quimioterapias el cuerpo duele.
1: Your body hurts a lot yo after chemotherapy. siempre tengo
0: que salir con parches en always todo have el to have
1: cuerpo patches.
0: <laughs> para que yo pueda caminar y, so that I y aguantar el dolor.
1: And, and take the pain.
0: Y me dijeron que me van a regresar mi trabajo
1: Esto
0: estoy contento so si es happy,
1: que sé
0: que viene algo mejor para mí me. y hoy quería to venir a buscarlo
1: usted, to look
0: for you. y darle personalmente mm-hmm. las gracias mm-hmm. por todo no sé si me aguante quedarme todo el trato porque,
1: porque, porque
0: pues me... Tenía cinco días en cama, pero hoy me i levanté five days in
1: bed rest but now
0: venir, dale, I, I wanted to
1: come and thank God
0: que Dios los bendiga
1: What do not we pray for him before he, he goes back? Vamos a orar por ti rapidito otra vez. Eh, Gabriel, ¿verdad? Marcelino. Marcelo es lo que dije. Marcelino, Marcelino. Eh, extend your hands towards him please and let's sí, pray.
0: Manos, favor,
1: Dear God, thank you because you are the Lord of all. Dios gracias porque tú eres el Señor de todo. Because there's another side always Lord. Porque siempre hay otro lado, I thank you because you have shown Marcelino. Te agradezco porque tú has mostrado Marcelino. A, a peak of the other side, Lord. Una pequeña muestra del otro lado You have so much more for his life Lord Tú tienes más vida Dios. I pray that your glory will be shown in him and through him Lord Y oro que tu gloria sea mostrada en su vida I know this is just the beginning of restoration es solamente el principio de la restauración but You continue to do a good work in him and his family Lord Sigue continuamente haciendo un trabajo bueno en su vida y la vida de su familia I declare that one day you will be the one who blesses people even financially Y declaro que un día bendecirás a su familia inclusive financieramente That people will come to you that are sick and you will pray for them and they'll be healed. I declare that God is going to give you more than you could have ever dreamed. Jesus is in your name. We pray. We pray. Amen, and Amen. 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 Well, honestly, that wasn't part of the service today. It was a uh, that was intense, man. Um, okay, so it is easy to say there's another side when you've gone through storms and you've seen the other side. A lot of people, God is waiting to use you. God is waiting to do something awesome with your life, incredible things with your life. But because you want to remain in the same side and you refuse to use the faith that God has given to you. And you haven't weathered storms with the Lord. Maybe you have weathered storms by yourself. Or you've sunk, you swam, you went back to the same side. Because the Lord wasn't in the boat. Am I making sense? So sometimes we feel like we don't have the authority to pray or to, or to share the love of God. Or, or, or even, I would tell you, not just one situation. But it could be a different situation in your job, in your, in your house, in your marriage See, what we're doing here is not church. This is not about a service. This is not about the building or the organization. It's about taking people to the other side. I need to tell you this because I really know what God is doing right now. I've been praying and praying. For two years, God's been working for this day. In the 40 days coming, starting next week, listen, the next 40 days, God is going to take you to the other side should you choose to get on the boat. But there are people that are part of the multitude that will never go to the other side. No matter what church, no matter what preacher, no matter who. They'll think about going to the other side. They will think about knowing God. They'll think about serving God. Let me give you an example. Say I own a company. And I tell Marcos, hey Marcos, you're in charge of the company. When I come back, you know, I want to see this company led and, and growing the way we've been doing this together for many years. And so I send him an email every single week, making sure that he's running things well, telling him what to do, giving him some, some guidance. And when I come back six months later, the place stinks. There's grass all taller, than, you know, taller than the windows. There's, there's you know, the, the stack of feet all over the office. You know, every office they're playing just FIFA, PlayStation, you know, in every room. Uh, you know, they took down all the, all the goals and all the things we had on the board. And now they have like UFC posters and cars and motorcycle posters. And, you know, all the people that were working there are no longer there. Now all his homies are just hanging out as the chill spot. You know, and, and instead of, you know, instead of computers, now it's got TVs. And, and it's just like, what have you done? What's going on with this place? Didn't you get my emails? Didn't you understand the orders I gave you? Didn't you understand what was expected? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. As a matter of fact, wait, don't get mad. I received your emails every week. We got together with everybody here. We studied your emails. We translated your emails into different languages. We broke it down. We thought about every word. Matter of fact, every word that you said was something powerful to us. We believed the words you said in your email. We wanted to, to do it. But you know what? Uh, uh, we, we, we just really wanted to make sure we got it right before we did anything. Because that's what we do in the church, isn't it? We say, Lord, I really want to know you. I want to follow you. I want to do this. And then life happens. And then you got to actually push the weight. You actually got to stop eating the sweets and stop eating the carbs and and start actually praying and doing something about it. It's your relationship with God, but it's not just your relationship with God. Thank you, Aureli. That was awesome. You know, it's not just your relationship with God. It's your relationship with God and what that does to the rest of life. A lot of us, a lot of people are in the same side. And you don't realize why life is the way it is. And it's because life as God created it was never meant to live the way most people live it out. And I'm not telling you we're doing it perfectly. But the times that we get it right is when we go to the other side. Jesus Every single time that he was with someone he was challenging them to go and grow and go to the next level and go to the other side and and do something greater go and and go out on a limb literally like this is your faith work it out did you know that a faith it literally is a muscle that is only worked out when you're out of when it's out of control the situations out of your control so these people these disciples were together with the crowd the way that Jesus separates disciples from the crowd is going to the other side listen to what I just said and please understand if you're not going to the other side maybe it's because you're part of the crowd the crowd is loved by God the crowd is also a crowd that receives miracles did you know that people that were part of the crowd didn't even know Christ as Christ is or was or will be forever but they still ate the bread they still ate the, the multiplied fish. Many of these people were healed and they went back. And even when they were asked, do you know what happened? I don't know who healed He just healed me. That's all I know. That I was sick. Now I'm healthy and that's it. Does that make sense? That, did you know that people get healed and miraculous things happen to them by the faith of other people? The four friends lower their friend, right? Their buddy, he was hanging out, just chilling there. And by their faith, this guy was healed. He received the blessings of the love of God. But I wonder if he went to the other side with Jesus. I wonder if anyone in this place is part of the multitude versus part of the disciples of Jesus Christ. Because that is where God wants you to live. I don't know if you're here for the first time. And I don't mean to freak you out. But this really is the way I would rather preach every single Sunday than tell you, hey, peace, love, peace, love. i leave that to the Beatles. They do it better. But according to the scripture, there will be storms. There will be trouble. There will be sickness. There will be death. But you know what? There's another side. I was talking to a guy that was talking about committing suicide. And uh, I, I've been talking about, actually, I tried to count the other day. I was sitting down. I tried to count how many people I've spoken to that have tried or thought of committing suicide and even had a date and a plan and, and all that. And I couldn't count them. There was so many. And, and uh, it was baffling to me. How many people think that the switch will just turn the lights off and then the pain will go away and then the sorrow will end and and they'll learn the lesson and and it's over and it's not over the the rest of the worst is about to begin it's called eternity and if you have set it up That way, it'll just be more of it and way more of it. The Bible says that in eternity, you will spend it either in blessings, in the presence of God, in pure joy, no pain, no sorrow. There'll be government. There'll be work. There'll be development. There'll be people you love, people you know. Do you understand that there'll be the greatest moments of your life just multiplied times hundred and thousand, and that'll be the forever moment in your life. That's amazing that the presence of God is not a bunch of angels, playing the harp like every good and perfect thing comes from above meaning it's all up there does that make sense that like it comes from there and you're going where it comes from there's plenty of it over there however there is another side though there's another part to that story and I'm not saying that suicide sends you to hell because I'm not I'm not Catholic Catholics believe that as you commit suicide it's immediate hell and that's not what the Bible says because there's different people and struggles and people go through different times in their lives. So I'm not foolish enough to tell you that just because you someone committed suicide they're in hell. Because that's not what sends you to hell or heaven the way you die. Am I making sense? It's what you did with Jesus Christ and what he was at the cross. Now of course it's a little harder to believe that they understand and have accepted the sacrifice of Christ if they're hopeless. Now, I'm not saying it's impossible, so I don't want to just put this whole theology, I don't want to talk to you about suicide. What I'm telling you is that some people think that the other side is when you die, and the other side is not when you die. The other side, that's just an extension of this side. It's it's called eternity. You are an eternal being, and it won't just end. It'll be forever. And the problem is that you leave behind a, a trail of blood and sorrow and pain, and so there's nothing that ends. If anything, it gets worse. The only way to go to the other side is not by death. It's by death to self. Not dying, but death to self and saying, Lord, I don't want to be in control anymore. I want you to take control. I want you to take the lead. Look, in my marriage, can I tell you this? We're about 10 years now. I know it's, it's almost like for some of you, I'm already old. For some of you, I'm a puppy. I'm a baby. Uh, you don't know anything about it. What do you know about marriage? But I'm telling you, in these 10 years, there's been another side to my marriage. And it's an amazing side. I'm not here to cause you to, to stumble, or but, but to simply tell you it is a beautiful thing to do marriage on the other side. It is an amazing thing. I tell the guys and the girls, get married. I want people to get married. I want them to get married with the right person doing it the right way because it's exciting. I'm not even playing. It is to serve God by your, with your spouse, to do it right, to have, how do I tell you this? To have life in Jesus is incredible, but to have a marriage on the same side have a ministry on the same side to work always on the same side there's nothing more depressing than that I, I don't want to down you here I'm just simply saying to you there is another side there is another side you could work in the same factory for 30 years and go to the other side all the time I'm not even playing everyone else at the bank I felt like I was stuck at the bank and then I started going to the other side I wouldn't go to the bank to work it was my mission field I'm not even playing. I'd go to the bank, and I own that bank. No, nah. What do you mean? It was Wells Fargo. I know. I'm talking about 2002. Good. Wow. How many years ago is that? Somebody do. It. 16 years ago. It wasn't Wells Fargo. It was Wells Pablo. Because when I'd show up, I'd be a blessing to people. I asked my manager, became one of my 12. Am I making sense? Her name was Miran Carrillo. Like every single day was a mission. Even people that would come in, they would sit at my table, one after the other. Of course I'd take care of business. I was stop selling. I was doing great in my job. But the people that step on my, on, my, on my chair, they'd be blessed. One way or another, they received something from God. They heard hope. There was something that happened. Guess what? When I went to work to another job, same thing happened. I'm about to go back to my boss and give her twice the seeds she gave me. Listen to this. I became a blessing in my job to my, to my boss, but also to the people that were there. To the point where my boss said, this is the last job I had before I became a full-time pastor. She signed a $500 check and said, here you go. You're not meant to be here. She was a Christian. She said, go start your church, please. Go do the church thing. Because you're meant to do something else, something else. She literally said, you're meant to do something greater. Go do something else. Here's the seed, your first seed for your church. She gave me $500. Bucks. So Listen. I'm going to go back this next month. I already have it budgeted. I'm going to go give her a 1000 bucks back. Why? Because I understand she sowed a seed. Now, I'm not going to pick up an offering and don't get all scared. It's all about money. No, 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 no. What I'm trying to tell you is that you can live on the other side while physically being in the place that you were in, in the first place. You can live on the other side, but some people will never go to the other side because they're not willing to change. Change takes work. I have two boys and they both hate change. Especially Josiah, who's in diapers. Try to change Josiah. I'm not playing. It's it's Somebody's seen me wrestle with... I, ju, I know jujitsu, so I can handle the kid a little better. But Eoni's like, I, they, you're going to have to change him this time. i was like, yeah, that's an excuse because, you know, he's really doo doo. you know? Like, he's got really... He's like, no, seriously, it's, it's, a, it's a chore. You know, I think sometimes we resist more than Josiah change. Because we're like, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. You're not okay. People know you're not okay. You know you're not okay. You know you could be better. You know that life is... So There's so much more to it. Because you know, you have that feeling of, man, I just want to go somewhere. Do something. And that somewhere, that something is in your heart. Let me tell you this. This story to me, it's a beautiful story. And I could break it down word by word. But I won't do that. I'll just tell you this. That boat, yes, it represents life. Yes, it represents your context. But I think it simply represents the willingness to go. Are you willing to go and say, Lord, let's do this not because it's easier but because it's best because it's right men listen please for just a second hombres please listen we look for comfort instead of challenge and so we become bored men of god and that's a sad statement the other day uh oscar are you here oscar plata yeah, you came to the house, and we played FIFA for like the first time. I let him win, by the way. Uh, I was winning 1-0. He came back, turned around 2-1. But anyway, so I were It was awesome. It was fun. We just played one game. I might. Did she know we were playing? Did you tell her we were like having a 1-1 or something? Okay, good, good. Okay, yeah, yeah. We were having one one It was deep. We were praying for each other all that. But anyway, so, you know, we played. And as soon as Oscar left, I was like, well, I'm going to play one more game. What's one more game, you know? Eoni, I did whatever I had to do, the kids to bed, all that, devotional. Went back and I turned the PlayStation back on. I'm telling you, I don't play video games. And I sat there off. I do play sometimes, but not often at all. And so I sat there, not like in college where you slept there, you know? So uh, <laughs> And so I was sitting there. I'm like, dude, it was Germany versus Mexico. Because you know what? <laughs> dude, you guess what? I won 7-0. Woo! I was like, "What a champ!" And then I go back. I'm like, "This is easy." And I look, and it was on like the easiest, like rookie mode, like you know, five year old, are good mode. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, "This is so lame. I'm not playing." I mean, I had fun in the first goal, and then the second goal was okay. The third goal was like, "Okay, come on." A little resistance would do. So then I was just playing around, passing it back, and I realized this is what we do in Christianity. Like we get it figured out. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm so good." And look at me, I'm doing good. I'm going to church. You're going to church, so what? Like, for real, it's like, okay, that's good for a five-year-old Christian. That's good for a person that barely came out of, like, the hatred of the Lord. And then it's like, that's rookie mode. And so I realize if Elijah's being challenged by this, it's super fun. But when I go back to that, I'm like, okay, this is not fun at all. This is a 7-0 game. Do you want that kind of lifestyle? Because that's not fun. It's controlled. And you could pretend like you're doing something awesome and productive because you got to figure it out. But at the end of the day, is it really what God wants for you? See, I restarted the game after that because that's just the kind of password you have. And I played it on, like, pro mode or whatever the next difficult, no, two difficult modes up. And I was like, oh, man, it was a challenge. Honestly, I had so much more fun. I won one zero, but that one zero was better than my 7-0. Do you know why? Because it was challenging. Whoever runs... A marathon of 0.2 miles. <laughs> I wear a shirt. I ran 0.2 miles. Anybody want to join me, sponsor me? I want to run a 0.2 mile marathon. Please, guys. I really is a drive for cancer. Really? 0.2 miles? 26.2 miles? Now that's a marathon. 5K, hey, that's a marathon. Most of us will be like, what? K, you mean like? K, like what K? (laughs) You mean to circle K? No, I mean like five kilometers. Okay, now that's something, yeah? Nobody would ever climb Mount Everest if it was Hill Everest. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Nobody needs to prepare greatly to go to the corner. But what God has is the death of his son, the, the power of his spirit, the call of the father to do what? To stay on the same side. How? So this ministry is going to the other side. I don't care what happens, we're going to the other side. So I do understand though, in order to go to the other side, you must leave some things behind. The multitude is number one. The multitude may not be physical people. but For some of you, it may represent that. People that are detrimental to your marriage or detrimental to your family. Or maybe for a period of time, isolation is important. For me, it was the case When I had some friendships that said we're Christian, but in reality weren't living out a Christian life and really hurting my my walk with God. I had to say, you know, for this time, I don't believe that I should be focusing in this time with you. I need to focus it in what God has for me. Now, if they couldn't understand it, that's fine. But I needed to focus. These guys eventually came back and started calling, hey, I need your help. Because eventually one made it to the other side. Am I making sense? The other one ended up in prison, killed somebody, AK-47, to the face. The other one ended up really messed up. And trust me, they all called back at some point. God is my witness. When you go to the other side, people will look and say, hey, I'm going through a storm. You've been through it and you made it to the other side. Can you help me get through this storm? You've been there. Can you please help me out? This doesn't make you perfect. It makes you human. It makes you dependent on God, not self-reliable. Can I tell you this? If you choose to go to the other side, there will be storms. And in those storms... In those storms is where the greatest preparations of your life will be. It is where the other side will make sense. See, because what was on the other side on chapter 5 of Mark was a demon-possessed man. And this is like, hold on a second. Do so you tell me if I go to the other side, I'm just going to find demon-possessed people? Maybe. <laughs> but in the other side, the captives were set free. The sick were made well. On the other side, signs and wonders follow those Am I making sense? In the other side, they were able to say, whoa. In the journey to the other side, it wasn't even in the other side. It was just the decision of going to the other side. They were marveled at the Lord and said, whoa, who is this that the winds and the waves obey him? You will never know the Lord that the winds and the waves obey unless you're willing to go to the other side. I'm going to say that again. I mean it. Come on, give God a shout of praise. Unless you go to the other side, you'll never know that kind of God, that kind of Savior. You could study him, but you'll know, you won't know him. You could study all about Mexicans, but until you marry one, you really know. (laughs) You could study all about black people, but until you are there, do you really know? You could say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, Asians. Yeah, I went to school with Asians. But until you have friendships, relationships, do you really know the Asian culture? Am I making sense? I could study all about God until I have a relationship with him. Do I really know the culture of the kingdom of God? Do I really understand his heart? Do I know what his heartbeat is about? A lot of Christians... Live and die in content. They're just content. They're happy. They're okay, but there's no joy. There's no passion. There's no fire. All there is is struggles. If I could tell you, sin is so big in your life because your purpose has decreased. There's nothing that will sanctify you more than the vision of God in your life. That I'm man, 100% convinced. I work with a lot of guys. I pastor. I'm struggling with pornography. Are you really struggling with pornography, or is it kicking your butt every week? Because I don't see any sweat. I don't see any blood. I don't see any fasting. If you're struggling, there should be a struggle. There's, I, when I've gotten in fights, you could tell there's been a fight. Otherwise, we just jump somebody. Does that make sense? Not that I do that, by the way, because your pastor's changed, praise God. Am I making sense? So if there's a struggle, that means there's a struggle. That means you're trying to go to the other side. I'm struggling, no. You're sitting on your butt, expecting God to do something, and you're thinking about how much you could change. Versus saying, what do I need to do to change? So in 40 days, I believe, 100%. That you'll be in another side. Now, from that side, you'll need to go to another side. And to another side. And my job is not to keep you there. My job is to show you how to get there. My job is not even to take you. That's what God does. And that's my beauty, the beauty of this job, that I get to go to the other side. Should others wanna go, let's do this together. See, what we're gonna do is the next services for the next four weeks, we're gonna have them together. We're gonna have the same, the two services on Sundays, we're gonna go together. We're going to start doing devotionals as a church together. And starting next week at 5 a.m. for one week, we're going to get together and just cry out to God as a body. And just say, God, we need to go to the other side. Wait, hold on, hold on. Don't get so excited because some of you are going to clap, but you're not going to be here. So I get it. Multitude. So what happens is that I'm so excited about the other. I have lazy. (laughs) No, it's not 5 a.m. It's 4 because you got to get ready. So in reality, it's a week of going And getting on the boat. Now this is where reality settles in. This is where people say, "Oh, you tell me I have to read the Bible and I have to pray? Wait, hold on a second. The other side seems kind of like, mm, other (laughs) side-ish. Yeah, precisely. People are used to going to church, sitting down and asking God for something. But then what? But then what? I know that this is more than an organization. Listen, please. We're not even that organized. Seriously, it's not that good of an organization. But when we follow God, when we chase God, this ministry is mighty in the Lord. And it will do wonders. Incredible things. There will be people set free. There will be people healed. Maybe your own family, I pray. That there will be unity. There will be something that in your own marriage you say, man, there really was another side, wasn't it? Yes, there was. I don't like to show these things. But I, wanted, I showed the men something yesterday that we needed milk. How many of you guys know that? Late night, late night milk runs are a beautiful thing because you feel like a provider. If you're a husband, you bring back milk at 12 at night, you're like, yeah, boom. You feel like you just hunted, you know, like, yeah, I got the milk. You know, like it was dangerous, but I made it. You know, so yesterday I got my gallons of milk and, and I was fond. And so, you know, I, I got only these flowers, these like these red roses. And, and then I got her her favorite chocolates. And I got no, no, seriously, listen. And I got her chocolates, I got her flowers, and I got her her mate because Argentinians love that drug. It's not a drug, I'm just saying, it's a tea. And so she's drinking this tea and she's just super there. I got it all ready at night so that when she wakes up in the morning, you know, I have everything ready. Got the kids closed. Listen to this, okay. I knew that Satan loves Sunday mornings. Do you know why Satan loves Sunday mornings? Because God's about to do something great. So here's my plan. Today God is launching something in this ministry that will revolutionize the lives of many. And this is what my thinking was. Oh, I know the enemy is going to try to mess up my life first so that I don't have authority to speak. And everything's been going amazing, but I know the dog at some point or another is going to try to bite. And so I said, I'm going to leave no holes at all. I'm going to start my Sunday morning right. And guess what? If you trust to have an argument... I'm gonna come back to it immediately. I call it violent contradictions. We've been preaching about this. And so this morning, ask Eoni how our morning was awesome, beautiful. Yes, it's been honestly, it's been a beautiful, beautiful years that God has showed us a whole other side to our marriage. But this morning, I said, I need to be preemptive. If I'm gonna to go to the other side, I need to put in some work so that when I get there, so the enemy's got, he's already like, what the hell are you doing? Ah! And he's already getting beat by the time he's trying to attack back. Most of us, though. We go to the other side and expect no fight at all, no storms at all. We expect it to be easy. And say, well, and then when it gets hard, you're like, I thought it was God helping me. He is helping you. But why would you need his help if there's no fight, if there's no storm? Do you get what I'm saying? So you need to understand there will be a fight. I knew. Now praise God there was and it was awesome. Because we all both know we're in an important moment and we need to do things right. We need to live in holiness. We need to walk in righteousness. We need to live in harmony and humil- humil- humility to be able to stay together and, and grow together and work together because there's another side. Can I be honest with you? If this marriage didn't have purpose, vision, if we didn't believe what God wanted to do with us, if we were just trying to be happy, I would have stuck to the milk. Just the milk. And all my life would have been the same way. Just the basics, just enough to be happy. And, you know, sure, let's go on a vacation. Let's try to another vacation, see if that makes us happy. And another vacation, see if that makes us happy. Let's go somewhere. But we're not going anywhere. Oh, we're going somewhere, but nowhere fast. John Madden, right? We're trying to go somewhere, but really not going anywhere. In our hearts, it's almost like the same thing over, just a different location. I'm going to start over. Starting over sounds depressive when you haven't advanced in the first place. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Can we just start over? Why? So we could do the same thing again and again and again? A pastor one day, Pastor Repertorio said, a lot of Christians have been Christian for 30 years, but they haven't had 30-year depth. They don't have 30-year maturity. They don't have 30-year fruit. They have one year, and then they start the same year over the next year, and then the next year is the same year. And so they have 30 times the same year in their whole Christian life. Why? Because there's no other side goal. We need to be able to go to the other side. Amen. The plan is simple. It is a simple plan, but you know what? Even the worst plans work when you do them together. I played soccer and I know in soccer you have rock stars, good stars, great players, but the great teams are those that play together and do things together. One falls, the other one's back there to back them up. Make sense? So it's simple. We're going to do devotionals for the first week all together. We're not this week. This week we're just purchasing the book. It's back there. Oh, there it goes. The money. 15 bucks. If you have an argument, I'll pay for your argument. 15 bucks. But what's your next argument? That's the question, really. Well, I don't have enough money. Okay. I ask you one week, no Starbucks. I know, it sounds already difficult. You're right. Save the Starbucks money from three coffees and buy your devotional book that will bless your entire life. Well, I don't even drink Starbucks. So okay, don't go to the movies then. No McDonald's. So fast for a week if you can. If you fasted for the week, I'll pay for your book. I'm not even playing. I mean, that's 100% sure. I'm not playing. I'm serious. I want you to go to the other side, but do you want to go to the other side? We're going to all do this book. It's called Life Class. We're going to start doing Life Class. It's one devotional per day. For the first two weeks, we're going to do it together. If that's blessed your life and you've done it consistently, I'll take one hour away from my children, from my wife, from my house, and my rest, and I'll give it to you guys, and I'll be able to train and really take people to the other side, those that want to go to the other side. I'll spend an extra hour with whoever wants to be trained, not with the multitudes, because I understand multitudes want the miracle, then they go home, then they come back for a miracle, then they go home. Is there something amazing? No? Okay, then I'm just going to go home. Who's going? Um, Jesus. Anybody else? Too real, right? But it's the way it happens. And so at some point you have to say, God, take me to the other side. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to do our devotionals together. We're going to pray together. Then after that, we're going to take you to the other side, to where God is going to use you to set the captives free, to bring freedom to the captives. Amen? See, in Isaiah, give God a shout of praise. Why not? I'm going to finish this time. I'm going to finish this time by reading a part of the Bible. I want you to go to it with me. And it's a very common part of the Bible. And it is the marching orders for any Christian or any child of God. And it is in Isaiah. Give me one second. I don't want to butcher it because I do that sometimes. Um, Freedom to the captives. Give me a second. Isaiah 61. 1 through 3. My internet's slow. Is somebody downloading a video or something? <laughs> uh, stand up with me for a second, please, and I'd like for us to maybe we could put it on the screen so we could read it together. These are words 61. We'll just go to Isaiah 60. 61, I think we can go from there. It says 61. These are words that Jesus quoted and used in his ministry. They're his Rema and gave them to us. I want you guys to remember this because a lot of churches think that growth of the church is what God expects and what God wants. And that the spirit of God is given to us so that in the time when the music comes, we feel fuzzies and prickles and feel good about it. And although that's a beautiful experience, it's like, I think about it like this, like, <laughs> when I get to spend time with my wife, and it's just me and her, and it's beautiful, and it's amazing. But then there's a life after that. There's things to do with that. Am I making sense? My children must be feeling the impact of my intimacy with my wife. There must be a descendants, a legacy, a le- a legacy happening after that. There must be an outcome. Otherwise, The result of intimacy cannot be just intimacy. There must be something else to that. Listen, Jesus gave us these marching orders that came directly from the Father given to Isaiah. This is what it says. For the Spirit of the Lord God, I'm going to read it first and we're going to read it together. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to the prisoners, to proclaim the favorable year of of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant those who mourn in Zion, give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of spirit of fainting, so they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified, that is what the church is to live and do, these are my marching orders and these are yours, pastor I don't know what I'm called to, here it is, what's my calling right there, same one that Jesus had, that's what we're gonna do, how do you do it, Make disciples of all nations. Teach them to obey all that God has commanded them. Literally, seriously, teach them. That's called discipleship. And then what? Baptize them in the name of the, the, name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. By the way, I'm going to be with you guys all the way till the end of the age. Let's go to the other side. Amen? So, we're going to read that verse together. I don't know if Emily, you have it, and then we're going to pray and just simply ask God to help us go to the other side. This 12 30 service, announce it, tell people that come. Next week won't be here. It'll be at 9 a.m. All to, I know it's inconvenient. I get it, it's inconvenient for me to have two kids. I got to do all these things. I get it. But this week I have asked Pastor Charnay Pretorius. She's coming all the way from South, South Africa. Her and her husband feed 10,000 children every day in Africa. They know what the other side looks like. You know why? Not because of that. Because the church is 15,000 disciples of Christ, they don't have multitudes. They have multitudes of disciples. I know that because of the impact they're having in their nation and the relationship we have been able to build with these people. They're really about their father's business. They're not playing games. They're not pretending to be theologians. They're, they know who they are. They're children of God, simply that. They know the word of God like a, like a theologian, but they live out like a martyr. Did you hear what I just said? You know the word of God, but you live it out like a martyr that's I believe wholeheartedly what God is calling us to do and be not not because we got to be poor no because you're really honestly it's not about poverty it's about poverty in spirit where you're hungry and thirsty for God amen so here's what we're going to do this this woman is amazing she's going to bless us next week at nine and for the next four weeks we're going to be all praising God to get God together we won't pray won't fit we're going to put chairs everywhere we're going to try to make it fit make it right Uh, we're going to pray that God brings down the heat so it won't be so hot in this room we'll put extra air conditioning But I do want you guys to really ask yourselves and really pray, God, help me to get to the other side. These coming days, I don't want to waste them. I don't want to get to the end of 2018 and say, well, let's start 2018 again, just like I did 17 and 16. May God help you go to the other side. Amen? You heard a testimony of a man today. And I believe that God planned it. Honestly, I had no idea I didn't remember him until I saw him. Like, oh, snap. And he began to share that testimony. I remember now clearly when we were in that office, before I even heard his struggle, God had already placed an answer in him. See, God will just use you to be the voice of blessings to so many people. To guide somebody doesn't mean you're better or smarter or any. Just simply you're available. Because that's what God uses, available Vessels. May God use you powerfully in the coming days that your troubles will be his his troubles. You say, God, these are yours. I'm going to give them to you. Help me deal with them. But they're yours. I'll take on your cross. Because mine is heavy. Yours is the one I want to carry. Amen. Let's read this together. We're going to turn the lights off a little bit. One, two, three. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to blind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to the prisoners, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting, so they will be called oaks of righteousness the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified close your eyes dear God we understand we get it Lord the people that showed up today I know God that you're trying to take us to a whole new side this week Holy Spirit of God I pray that you sanctify that you redeem God that you restore that you lift up that you encourage you get rid of those things that are trying to get rid of you, Spirit of God, in their lives. I pray now in the name of Jesus Christ, under the conviction of the Word of God that says that these people that are in front of me, their royal lineage, hmm, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a chosen lineage. Did you know that in 1 Peter 2:9, the Spirit of God gives you an identity. But that identity never comes without a task he says that you are this amazing lineage this priesthood lineage this royal royal priesthood literally says a generation called by God and then it says so that you may announce the virtues of the one who called you from darkness into light so that is our life So that I pray, God, right now that any man and any woman that came into this door, whether they're brand new to this church or veterans of the gospel, God, that you help us go to the other side. That this will not be just an idea. It will not just be a sermon. God, give us the, the desire to go to the other side. God, we don't want to stay in the same side. God, take us to the other side. Holy Spirit of God, help us to get to the other side. In our families, in our finances. God, in our, in our time. God, in our jobs. God, in, in our relationships. Holy Spirit, in our ministries. God, help us go to the other side. Spirit of God, we believe, God, that you want to go with us to the other side. We ask you take us to the other side. Lead this church, be the pastor. We are your sheep, God. This is your ministry, God. We want to follow you to the other side. God, I know that through the storms you'll be with us. I pray right now, God, that we would have the strength and the faith to believe your word. That if you want to take us to the other side, no matter what storm comes, whether it is hell or high water, we will get to the other side, God. We will get to the other side. Holy Spirit of God, thank you for what you've done so far. Thank you so far. You've been so good. But God, we can't wait to see the rest. It is in your name we pray. Amen and amen. Give God a round of applause.